The podcast that you're listening to is being presented to you with the cooperation of the SJ Network. If you're a person who needs a publicist and you want to appear on podcasts, contact Stephen Joyner at s-j-network.com. Let's get on with the show. This is the first of three consecutive episodes of the Sherpa Screening Room, where the Sherpa gets to speak to people in the entertainment world. Today, you'll meet model-turned-actor Joshua Azali. He's the guy who's in those ads for ties. I wish I had hair like that. But I think my hair already makes a statement. You're absolutely right, Henry. Your hair does make a statement. Which would be, missing since 2014. Attention, Rebels of the Sherpolution. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. We would like to give you a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial, simply by heading to www.audibletrial.com Sherpa. There are over 180,000 titles of audiobooks and podcasts, including this one, to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. And now, the one and only Mr. Bruce will lead you into the Sherpa Chalet. As a reminder, you can only bring one mountain lion at a time on the elevator. Coming to you from Sherpa Chalet in beautiful downtown Mount Podcastia, it's time for entertainment interviews in the Sherpa Screening Room. Grab an aisle seat and a bucket of popcorn, but don't crunch too loud or you'll miss the show. Now, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Rebels, and welcome to the Sherpa Screening Room, a presentation of Too Many Podcasts. That's right. That's right. It's your favorite podcast, isn't it? Well, maybe second favorite? Third favorite? Did I even make the list? Well, I guess we will find out. But you know what? I got a question to ask you guys. Did you ever know someone who wanted to leave their job to pursue an acting career? Well, that's the story of my guest today. His name is Joshua Azali. And Josh was going to school to be a physical therapist. And he decided, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm going to get into the acting field. And he's done some modeling and he's been working on getting some auditions. So we're going to keep an eye on him. This is a guy who's a face to watch. I really enjoyed speaking with him. Unfortunately, there's a little bit of an internet issue sometimes. So I apologize if the Responses sometimes sound a little distorted. I did what I could with the editing, but I'm sure you will enjoy this conversation. So let's listen to what Josh Azali had to say. Hello there, Rebels. We are here in the Sherpa screening room. My guest, he's an up-and-comer. You guys might not know of him, and maybe you have seen him. We're going to find out a lot about him. His name is Joshua Azali. He is here in the Sherpa screening room to cause all sorts of havoc. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show, Josh. Thanks for having me, Jim. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. This is an audio-only podcast, but I got to tell you guys, Josh, I will probably go on the record and say you probably have one of the best heads of hair in Podcastia. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's not COVID hair. I've been going this since before that, so people just come to me and be like, oh, is that COVID hair? No, no, I've been growing it. It's, it's, uh, if you guys are listening, it's a shoulder length hairstyle. It's not just any longer than normal male hairstyle that you would see out there. <laughs> Surfer look, if I could have, if you would like to name it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess that's a, that's a fair way to put it. 
I'm thinking like you probably wake up and it's probably all over the place, but then you probably just give it a shake and everything just falls into place, right? Exactly, yeah. People say, oh, what products do you use? I just, I'm, I'm actually using Pantene, which is a girl's product. I mean, but it comes out nice, so I don't mind. Hey, whatever works, that's that's always a plus. Exactly, whatever works. It's just... It's just names, right? <laughs> hey, you know what I'm thinking, though, Josh? This, this may be a, a little bit of a side hustle for you if you want to give this some consideration after this interview. You know, they always do those, those hair loss ads and stuff like that. Maybe what you can do is, like, if ever you get, like, a haircut or you trim some split ends, you can, like, cut it and then mail it to the person for, like, 10 bucks. <laughs> is this a for real thing you're actually giving me? A for real advice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, you know, they do do hair transplants, so, I mean... Oh, no, I see. I see. No. Oh, yeah, that does make sense. I was, I was actually told if I was going to donate my hair, but I don't know. It's under my branding that I want to be portrayed this way. I don't know. You know, I don't even know when I'm even going to cut it or even do anything with that. Just, I save money, I guess, from haircuts, right? Just- <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, see, believe it or not, I actually cut my own hair. Well, which I don't know if that shows or not, but see, I used to have like a mane like yours. Now I'm like jealous. <laughs> I I got your first picture and I was like, oh man, look at that hair. <laughs> you have to talk about the hair. Yeah, I used, to, I used to have exactly like your hairstyle and I used to cut it myself. I used to get it really short on the sides and have it longer on the top. It's just, you know, pretty simple, pretty simple stuff, right? Well, we'll have pictures on social so people get an idea of what we're talking about. Just so they're like, what the hell is he referring to? Right? <laughs> you find out, and if he becomes a rich man because of the hair, you heard it right here, Rebels. <laughs> you originally were going to school for medicine. So basically, I was going to schooling to be a physical therapist. As I was doing that schooling, I just thought, you know, this 9-5 job is going to be great. I love helping people. I mean, who doesn't, right? And then I began, as I see all my other peers and students studying under that, they, they really... The behemoths, they wake up to this and say, wow, I love the human body. I love biomechanics. I love, I love just this stuff. And as I reflected upon them saying that, it's like, you know, I don't think I do. I don't like that. It's not my passion. It's not, I don't really have the same feelings as you guys do in, in that manner. And I just, I got a degree and everything. And I just said, I needed some way to have a, some passion behind my own life, and I, and on top of that, like it, of course, and what medium could I really use to pursue this endeavor, right? And I said, acting, it's got to be that. I got to try it. And so I signed up for the theater, still out there acting, and go through the application process, just name, place, wherever, da, da, da. I had some headshots at the time. I just put it in. It wasn't that great, but whatever, right? And there was a recommendation letter part, and I just said, Wow. No background at all, nothing at whatsoever. Never touched theater in my life. Maybe some in high school, but that would, I wouldn't even count that as anything. I wrote on a document. I don't have a recommendation letter. And he submitted it. <laughs> what reason is that? And then, funnily enough, the school comes back to me saying, "Hey, you want to come in for an interview? Like, we really—I <laughs> don't know if it's the audacity behind that, why they let me in or whatever. But I believe in the craft. I believe what they're doing." And I've been studying it ever since this the technique, and, and I just love it. I love it so much. You know, and I think maybe with with actors, they like that they're you know that you have to be so honest on stage, and maybe the fact that you were so honest in your application just a blank slate. So at least you didn't go in there with any preconceived notions too. So they figured, well, okay, here's a guy who's willing to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I want to believe in that aspect that. 
I, he's really curious and you hear it all the time, right, Jim? It's, you just got to try it. Whatever you want to do, just try it. And that's exactly what I've been doing ever since. And I tried it and still doing it. It was like, I, this is what I want to be doing. It's my passion. Fervor. Got to do it. Acting. And even modeling too. This is something on the side. I'm just trying it out. And it's really building up and rolling. And why not have it in my repertoire? Just if you have any ideas of what talents I should be doing, just please let me know. I'd like to try it. <laughs> Are there any sorts of roles that you're drawn to, like dramatic roles or comedy or? I do have a list of that. My order is I want to be in drama, action, uh, comedy, and romance. <laughs> because, but in the, in the sense, I don't really have a preference. I want to be versatile in that sense. Okay. I don't really have the certain, like, I want to be able to portray the people the directors want me to portray. It's not like, oh, this guy's action. He's only action, you know. Not like you know what I mean. Sure. Be, be very agile. Be able to bring the circumstances of each character to life on stage or screen. And you know, there are actors who do make their names in that one genre, and then when you think of them doing another genre, you just kind of like, mm, I don't know if I want to go see that movie. Do you want to see Jason Statham in a romantic comedy? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's funny in that way too. I mean, it's it's very. In their sense, it's auspicious for them to be playing that certain role. But I, I'm here for the art form that I believe we can we can really connect in this world. That, that connection between the audience and actor is something indescribable. It's it's indelible after seeing the experience. That's what it's it's something that it must it must be helpful. What do you think has been like the biggest challenge for you so far in learning to hone your craft? Basically, just getting my name out there, finding good work, of course, and building a portfolio. I mean, there's I know there's every the millions of actors out there, even in Los Angeles, who are pursuing the same dreams as I am. And it's just how can I be able to attain those the roles that I want to be able to build my portfolio? It's just, I I just gotta be able to get my name out there. I suppose like, it takes some time, right? As you said, is it the stereotype? type true of LA that, that every person that you bump into is an actor? <laughs> you know what? Well, yeah, yeah. You know, actually in Los Angeles alone, everyone's an actor. They, you don't even have to go to school. Everyone is an actor. They always put on the space and they come out to public and just be nice. Like, it's so funny, but coming from, the, the, the difference between me and them is like, I try to make comments. Right? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, wait a minute. Weren't you my barista this morning? And now you're killer number two? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Did you ever have like a dream role, like in either a movie or a TV show? Something relatable that I could have a sort of dream role to answer your question. Something yeah. like Baby Driver. That's really cool. I like that one. Have you seen that movie called Baby Driver? I've heard of Baby Driver. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Really, this is a little hint of dramatic action. Yeah, it had a lot of senses in between of like what was. Uh, the character was going through his mind when he was playing the roles. Amazing stuff. I love that. Something a little bit off the beaten path. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah. Basically, not normally people would take it. It's, it's, is that what you're trying to say, right? Right, right. Exactly. Much, much, something much more avant-garde, you know? Yeah, I mean, we all got our preferences, you know, and you know what's going to work for you and what you're going to be comfortable with. Of course, yeah. I'm open to anything, though, of course. It's the challenge behind it. It's like, how, how many roles can I really portrays. That's that's the feeling I always like to have. Not just certain role like ah, ah, 
easy guy, you know? Now, you're a young guy. You're, you're 25. When you were growing up, were there certain movies and TV shows that you were drawn to? Did, did you like kind of avant-garde stuff, or did you like a lot of the blockbusters and popular stuff? At the time, I, I was typically, like, I love the action movies, and then now, as I grew older, I'm more of a crafty type now. Now I have to pay attention to the how the actions and choices the actors take on screen. I like the really love the movie The Lighthouse recently that I just watched. Have you heard of that one with Willem Dafoe and Robert Patterson? No, actually I haven't. Yeah, it's a very crafty sort of movie. It was in black and white. And that's where I've been and it's a little bit of not really horror, but if I would love a genre to be watching it's horror nowadays. Uh, other than that, I my my favorite movie when I was still Sorry to watch movies with what have you. I love Fight Club. <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. But you're not allowed to talk about it now. Some of Brad Pitt had this, this cool aura behind it that I really liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great stuff. Loved it. He was a real interesting actor watching him come up because, he, you know, they really kind of stuck like the guy with the pretty face for so many years, but he showed that he really had the dramatic chops behind him. You know, he could play a lot of different roles. He didn't just have to go on screen and look good. <laughs> it probably didn't hurt his career, but I guess as he's getting older, you know, that's going to be less of a tool in his toolbox. So he's got to figure, well, I better make my time on screen worthwhile. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's great. He's an amazing actor. Just working at I love it. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been in that, the, I think it was called Full Monkeys or something. Um, he played a psychotic character. And then he, he did a Fight Club, which was a very different one too. He, he takes on very interesting roles also. Appreciate it. Was there certain actors that you admired when you were growing up? I did like Brad Pitt at the time. I still love him now, but right now I think of Loon DeVoe. Very, very cool. Yeah, I'd love to be like him too. That's amazing stuff. Uh, Tom Hardy's great. I like him too. Too many, too many of this, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, w- I won't make you break out the list, Tosh. <laughs> so you also doing modeling as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've done modeling and I've I've done some like uh, studio photo shoots that they want me to make the place look good. I've done this uh, this tie campaign. It's gonna. Uh, I had a lady come out from Las Vegas who really needs some models. I just said, oh yeah, I'll do it for you too. So uh, I think she's gonna have that printed soon enough. That, as I was typically saying, yeah, I've done print work. I'm gonna be going to be doing a runway this uh, in the next two weeks. Doing some rehearsal now. How to be sort of walking it. That sort of just. And yeah, it's gonna be exciting. It's like I just thought uh, during the timing of my COVID, of COVID, I just said let's just build something off while I can because you know studios are actually closed because of the precautions and everything behind that. So uh, modeling somewhere I could build off in there. Yeah, so. Is it different for guys to get into modeling? I know we always see stories about like female models and they get discovered, and you know how, how is it different with guys? For guys, I. You can see through my aspect that this is a really specific look that, that they see and like, wow, that hair, I got to model. So I would it wasn't hard at first for me to be trying it out. And then um, it's more of like, if there were more models from, of male models, they're looking for that because there's so many female models out there that, that have the beauty, that have the attractiveness. Right a lot of agencies are very specific on it. And... I guess it's pretty rare for a guy like like me, and Asian with a lot of hair. It's pretty specific. I'm like, wow, gotta have him. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was hard. It's still, it's not that I was pursuing to be a model, but I'd love to. 
it's great stuff in the end. <laughs> and, and I guess being like a male model too, you have to be, you know, watch your build and everything like that. I know like with clothes models, they don't want them to be too muscular because they don't want, they don't want the shirts to rip and stuff like that. They, they, they want the show looks like, like a, it fits on like a lean physique, right? Well, I do keep myself fit. I'm, um, I, I'm more of an athletic fit. I'm not really bulky or anything. But I mean, I keep that physique for my acting career. This is something I want to. You would be so invested into a character that you also shape yourself to become the character. It's just going to go hand in hand with modeling. Easy stuff. It's more of like every every step you take in a modeling career should be picture perfect. Just, just turn over here, this walk over there, and just make it look good. Really, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but coming from a theater background, if I if I really believed I could be a model, I, I it it comes into mind that it, it is something natural for me. I've seen other male models really struggle how. If they should be doing things, so it's more of this uh, instinct of being relaxed and having a swath behind it. That's how it's about how I describe modeling right now as I speak. Uh, <laughs> like later, I don't know. <laughs> so you're like projecting like a type of confidence too, and you know everything. Like you like, like when you're playing a role, really, it's just you're getting into that part, and you got to let the people that are looking at you see that you're conveying that. Yeah, if you are nervous playing the role, then it comes out through the character that he's, that's not, you know, you need to be projecting and believing the confidence of the character. What else do you think that you'll probably be doing in your career? Just right now, the acting and the modeling is pretty much enough? Uh, I do, I was looking into music, but that, that stuff is hard, you know, you commitment to an instrument and everything, it takes a lot of hours. And other than that, not that I could think of, but at the moment, acting and modeling is pretty easy stuff. We'll just stand around, really. But then acting, stand around and be someone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are, are there any dream directors that you would want to work with? I don't really have one at the moment. Very open to everyone. I mean, everyone has a different ambition. I want to be the sort of type that a director has something in mind and I want to be able to help them bring it out. What if I could be very, very easy and cliche? I'd say, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> 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 I, I think he, he's making like his last movie, so you'd have to jump in that really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so if he's got any close friends that are making movies, though, we can keep that in mind. Maybe, maybe. And you know, you do, you send him a lock of your hair. You go, <laughs> if you want the rest of this actor, call this number. Call this number. Find the DNA lab and get him off. <laughs> There you go. See, I got it all mapped out for you, Josh. Wow, just oh, such an investment. <laughs> yeah, and, and this, of course, is the reason why no one has hired me as an agent. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, oh, Jim. <laughs> so, you know what? I was just thinking, you know, if you're working on set or something like that, and maybe somebody twists an ankle or hurts an arm, and they go like, is there a physical therapist on the set? Boom, you can be like, step aside. <laughs> You just wouldn't tell the other guy that, oh, wait, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> no, I'd be like, I think that looks wrong. Yeah. Not that I'm lying or anything. <laughs> yeah, not that I have the degree or anything. <laughs> 
Yeah, maybe twist is the other way. <laughs> is there anything that we should be looking forward to right now, or we're just? You said you're doing the the tie campaign right now. Is that so people will probably see online? Is that how it's going to work? Oh, it's like it's going to be like she said she was going to post billboards on it or stuff like that. So like, I think I'll be there too. I'm not entirely sure how she's organizing it. I'm sure she's getting it printed and getting it pressed or something, but look out for that. Me and a, a tie, that, nothing interesting, just a tie. <laughs> I do have a website going to be coming up soon. It's just Joshua Krishna Zali. It's not live yet, of course. Uh, my, my MDB has all my info too. My Instagram too, JC Asali, which he does. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. If people want to see pictures of you and kind of get a feel for your modeling career. And uh, hopefully your burgeoning acting career. So nothing, nothing yet with acting, though. Nothing, nothing official. No, no TV shows or movies. Yet. I do. I'm doing this audition right now for a role uh, that I just got today for self tape. So that'll be interesting. I don't think I could actually mention it, but other than that, there is this, it's four series regular. So I'm excited for that. And no, um, I did submit a lot of self tapes already last week, and I'm supposed to be getting some callbacks and surprises, but. Other than that, some stuff is want a sample of your work then that's that's where they can go exactly yeah and i'll be there <laughs> See, so you survived this interview congratulations <laughs> <laughs> i mean i suppose i mean i survived a lot of other things than just interviews right <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you get more famous josh then it'll be like okay i remember when the podcast interview was easy <laughs> getting up this morning is already surviving right <laughs> that is a plus all right so his name is joshua azali Make sure you check him out on social media. Keep an eye on this guy, you know? I mean, we can all say we knew him when because that's what happens with a lot of actors. Ah. You know, he's on this little tiny podcast and boom, we were just talking about his hair. Really to my back, my, my legs when I talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll spell, I'll spell the stuff that comes off my back. That might be a little bit more profitable for me. <laughs> All right, Josh, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me, Jim. A very special thanks to Joshua for coming on down to the Sherpa Screening Room. And we made it work in spite of all the internet problems that were going on. But hey, that's what happens when you talk remotely, you know? Okay, that was all fake. You know that, right? So listen, before I let you go, I wanted to update you on my war with Reddit. You know, we are now broadcasting on the Helium Radio Network. And if you want to listen on there, Friday mornings, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Channel One. And you will hear this show, Too Many Podcasts. Pretty cool, huh? They're a week behind in shows, so if you missed last week's episode, catch up on it. And then you'll be up to date if you just keep listening Every week. And that's what you got to do. Keep listening. Spread the word. Leave a nice review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. 
let people know that you love the show and they will love the show too. Thank you so much. Oh, back to my war. My war was Reddit. Now, for those of you who hadn't heard the part one of this story, I'll just update you for a little bit. I applied to Reddit because you can answer questions and I figured you can help people uh, making recommendations because lots of times people are looking for. I get all these emails from them now and it says... You know, looking for recommendations of podcasts. Hello, that's what we do right here, especially on Too Many Podcasts. Maybe not on this episode, but you know what I mean. It's, it's there, trust me. So I, all I did when I applied for Reddit was just stated that I was a podcaster. I didn't say the name of the show or anything like that. And they said, well, we're blocking your post because you're self-promoting. And I said, well, if I'm not saying the name of the show and just that I'm a podcaster, how exactly am I self-promoting? So, of course, they couldn't answer that. And they just said, well, you'll have other chances to try and post. But we're staying put in our decision. So, to them, right? So, on Twitter, I follow a podcast called Tennis. And if you'll remember that the co-host from Tennis, Brendan, actually came on our show for an interview. And we had a nice time sometime back. And also, the host of the show is a guy named Nicky Mel. So... I noticed that Nick posted something about having a subreddit for his podcast, meaning that people can comment on his show right directly to a subreddit for his podcast. So do you see the unfairness here, folks? Now, I'm not trying to whine or anything like that, but really, I mean, you have this one moderator who seems to think that I'm self-promoting, but you got another guy who can put his podcast out there on Reddit. And I have no ill will towards Nick. I'm not. I'm happy for him because I would be doing the exact same thing that Nick is doing had I actually been given the opportunity to do so. So, of course, you know, all I want to say is, you know, this is just another reason for me to hate Reddit. And maybe that moderator, you know, I can only hope that Reddit is paying you enough so you can one day move out of your grandmother's basement, find a nice place and, you know, maybe not spend your free time watching parades and waiting for the baton twirl to drop her baton. Look, she did it again. I guess that's your life, isn't it? But no ill will. No, I'm much better than that. Okay, so let's back, back to the show. So next week, we've got another Sherpa screening room and another one after that, by the way. Uh, one of my listeners said, you know what? Do more Sherpa screening rooms. So we just happen to have lots of folks who want to talk. And that's what we'll be doing. Next week, we will be speaking to a director named Mark Morales, and he's got a movie that he's working on, and that should probably be coming out in the near future as well. But in the meantime, you know where to hear us. Podcast apps, or of course the brand new Helium Radio Network on Channel 1, 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, or any of your favorite podcast apps. I'm there. I'm everywhere. I don't know how I do it. Nobody knows how I do it. Somebody will figure it out sooner or later. But anyway, Mr. Bruce... I'm almost out of breath here, so I think we should get going. So, folks, have a great week. We'll see you next week again, returning to the Sherpa Screening Room. We're going to have to sweep up all this popcorn, Mr. Bruce. It's a lot of popcorn and some gummy bears, too. That, that one's just stuck to a chair. I don't think I want to touch that. All right, uh, got to go. Viva the Sherpa Lution, everybody. And bye. Thanks for listening to the Sherpa Screening Room. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast. I'm Mr. Bruce, and this has been a Sherpa Loose Studios production. Viva la Sherpa Lution.